Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Keel, alongside me, the insider to the insiders. <gasps> A little bit of the bubbly! Tyler Keel. Alright! We need to talk about this! What? Has anyone seen this PSA for the Sandy Hook Promise? Oh, yeah, no, it's it's legit. Dear God. Yeah, go on YouTube or on, on something. Just look up hashtag Sandy Hook Promise. At Sandy Hook. It doesn't matter. It's probably pinned. Sandy Hook Promise released a PSA, a beautiful PSA, about uh, back-to-school shopping. And no kidding. It's it's about, like, code reds. But it just starts off so innocent. Oh, yeah, I got a new backpack. Got these floors to organize. And the kids like, I got earphones. All of a sudden, people are running and people are falling. And then you see people tying up doors saying, this is a new sweater my parents got me. And, and a kid got a skateboard and a girl got her phone while she was stuck in the bathroom. And It's a beautiful time to be what alive. What in time. the hell? What? I don't know. I, I can't, okay, first of all, I can blame Ken Reed on this one. Ken Reed from Sportsnet retweeted it. Probably wouldn't have seen it then. We wouldn't have had a problem with it. Well, it's good that you saw it. Oh, it's good. I'm glad that I saw it. It's a good PSA. You know, protect the kids, work on your code red drills, what to do, and so on and so forth. But take care of gun violence. Sheesh. Like, it's so just nonchalant. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wham! And the kids are like not really paying attention to what's actually going on while they're like tying up kids' bloody legs with their socks that they got. And. Kids real sma- lifesaver tie. Kids smashing his skateboard through a window to get out. Does uh, it does it provoke an emotional connection out of you, Ty? No, it just makes me wonder of just it's different. I mean it's it's different. I it mean It hits you hard, Ty. I don't know what to think. Like it you hits see you like at, a train. No, it it really doesn't. It's weird just because it's so out there. Like you see the drunken drive. I remember there was one commercial about you know not speeding because like there's a guy flying down the road and a guy was starting to pull out and time stopped and the two came out together and pretty much they talked about how the fact one was going to hit the other and then the guy's like, but my daughter's in the car with me and then he hits him anyways and PSA for slowing down. Like, that was a little heart wrench. This is just weird. It's good though. It's good and it's, I'm great. It it's, makes uh, you upset, doesn't it? No. In, in one way, shape, or form, it, it upsets you. It's It upsets you. I don't know how it? to feel. It's like just all of a sudden like, like a PSA from Sandy Hook, it's got to be, oh my goodness. It's like, okay, it's going to be like, you know, take care, you know, oh, remembering this child, remembering this child, you know, ones that were affected. Nope, we're going to go with everything's normal until slam. And that's how it is. That's how school, oh, I get sh- that, but that's how school shootings happen. Everything's normal. And then, yes, bang, 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 bang. I know. News. But it's just, it's, it's a good one. I, I really recommend, for those of you that are listening, make sure to go check that out. It's a really good one. I'm sure there's a bunch <clears> of, you know, you know what? I, shoosh, kids, I mean, any, I guarantee you that every school in America is probably going to have a sit down in one of their hours and watch the video, and they're going to have a 20 minute discussion on it. Uh, at least high school. High school psychology classes, at least. Psychology classes will take in a different tone. They'll try to figure out what they were going for. Theodore Burba will be all over this. Theodore Burba 
the first. We'll call him Edward. Theodore Edward Burba the first. Teb. Is that? No, that's not his middle name. Probably is it? not. It's not. It's probably not. No. But I really don't know what else it would be. But he's Sicilian. It has to be something Sicilian. Oh gosh. Well, they named him Ted. So not no, really. He named him Theodore. Theodore is not Italian. Theodore. No, it's not. No, it's not no. like that. Say Theodore. The, the Teddy. Teddy. No, so you can't do it. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not. It's not Italian. His mom did call him Teddy, though. I'm sure he. I'm sure she did. I'm sure her. I'm sure his mom is not the Sicilian one. Yeah, it's possible. Or what was not. But that being said, go watch the video and then tell us what you think. Tell us what you think by using the hashtag the Cool Podcast. By using the hashtag the Cool Podcast. Tweet us at the Cool Podcast too and tell us what. And then tell us and then something Cool Podcast and what. <laughs> Try to like tell us what you think and try to tell us how do you feel how does it make you feel and how does it make you feel you're trying to this monkey see monkey do thing and it's just not no also be sure to check out the downtown sports network alex downtown patriots are probably having a good time right about now good thing i don't like them hey, patriots that is well, how okay Dolphins fans. <laughs> Dolphins fans, if I were you. <laughs> Run! <laughs> if, oh, no, don't, no, any, no, any, no, don't do it. I any other say. NFL fan, any other NFL fan base that's not the Patriots right now. Is it? Run! Is it Tampa 1-1? One one? Tampa's 1-1, one one, right? I have no idea. Hey, no, don't go be a Bills fan, Alex, or else you have to be baptized by table smashing. Yeah. Like that one guy who... Put his baby through a table. It was a small table and, and he did it gently. Post it on the internet. It was gentle. He powerbombed his it infant child. You saw the baby's eyes. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know any better. The hell was that? It, it was, it was, a, it was it's, a, it's that one thing. When, when like things are in like slow motion and it's like epic. No, that's not the same different one. I'm thinking of Jackass in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, you want to know why? Because why? you'd be perfect for the writing staff of Jackass. You're like, dude, I have an idea. We're going to put you all in a giant shopping cart. No, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go in slow motion, and then we're going to play the song. He's like, but make sure to go ahead follow the Downtown Sports at DTSN Sports. Nope, DT Sports Net at DT Sports Network. See, that's why I keep you around. Hashtag DTSN. DTS. That see, that's I get the two mixed up. Hashtag I, DTSN. I make a social media sandwich. DTSN Sports Network. Yeah, I don't think that's your thing, buddy. You can't call it DTSN Sports Network. You're calling it the Downtown, downtown Sports, Sports Network, Network Sports, Sports Network. Network. <laughs> this right, is we're, ch- we're gonna call a restaurant. Thank you for calling. How may I help you? Why? Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. How may I help you? How may I help you? Yes, exactly, Alex. You're a great idea. Full of them. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. How may I help you? How may I help you? And it's a great idea, Alex. It's a genius idea. We should probably get to the hockey part of the show. We should. Now. Because we got a little bit to talk about today. We have a little bit to talk about. One thing that we do have to talk about, though, 
is uh, since you did the show by yourself, because I refused. I refuse. Refused. I don't think that's no. That's not the French. That's not the it's French. Not. It's, it's not. It, it's not. Not even close. The Boy, one who, the one who, boy, who are the you one who about? says I did more French than you because I took it for one more year. Technically, I took it for two more years, but I did no. It you in took two it years. one more year. No, no I, the way it was, you know, the way it was, three and four were jammed together. You no, took it, you know, you took. I took three. them by myself. You took three years of French. I took four you years took of French. One whole year less than I did. No, you took one French whole year one and less, two. And French, you don't even know the word refuse. French one and two were two separate classes. I took French one in my freshman year, and then I You're took doing great. And I took French two in my sophomore year. Okay. And I took French three and four in my sophomore year as well because I liked taking the classes. I liked it. But it wasn't three and four. It was three and four at the same time. Correct. There wasn't a combined course. And also the course wasn't offered at uh, Northview. I just took it with my French teacher because she was good and she liked people that wanted to learn French more. So, Altitude TV tweet note that the game may not have turned out how we wanted, but at least our broadcasters are back in the booth or whatever the heck it says. And it's the most biased broadcasters in the history of the National Hockey League. Who? Uh, Colorado Avalanche's guys. The ones that are pretty much SEC football in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. But, yes, Alex. So you're... you're but, yes. So I refused to talk about Marner because well, we, we did a show, and then you're like, hey, let's do another show. I was like, how about no? Well, because, it, listen, I am glad, and I said it on the show on Saturday, that I'm glad I went to bed. Had I done the show Friday night when I came home, that show would have been entirely different. It would have been a lot more yelling and screaming. It would have been like loopy, fatigue, yelling and screaming. Not just like, you know, you know, caffeine, caffeine-driven to the point. Good enunciation. I've been like, you know what, Marner's is Tyler, you stupid. don't you don't do to the point. You don't do to the point. It's Fine, ve- it's I very enunciate. Mo- I enunciate tangents and, I- and tangerines. Tangents and tangerines. Tangelos. But yes, no. The fact that we don't have our own apparel line right now is atrocious. Who has money for that, Alex? Not this guy. Nobody. We are fortunate enough that we're even with full access on on SoundCloud, with the fact that we're on Spotify costs us money, the fact that we're on IR Radio costs us money. Do we need it though? I like well, the fact that we're on Spotify is great. That's good. I like that part. And iHeartRadio still people use that. iHeartRadio. I remember when it first came out, everyone used it, but now it's like people still which went back to Pandora. It's like yeah. oh, it's just Pandora in a nutshell. And then Green Day. Take a took a big old dump on it because they were only given one minute left in their entire performance and they threw a fit on live TV. That was great. <laughs> oh, crud. That's right. Friday morning, the tickets go out for that. For what? Green oh, Day, Green, Green Day, Day, Weezer, Day. and... Uh, oh, Mother Moses. Green Day, Weezer, and... Oh, this is going to hurt. Fall Out Boy. Yeah! America Park, September 20th. No, September 19th. Or no, August 19th of 2020. I was about to say, September... That's tomorrow, September 19th. But no, 20... Tickets go on sale the day of the concert! Dude, you could you... My only one per transaction! I don't know, that wouldn't sell, though. It would. Well, you... Yeah, they just have, like, a massive, like... 
can you imagine just all because we had America? There'd be lines to the Hockey Town Cafe, Fox Theater. You couldn't get into. God forbid, you won't even drive through. Don't even drive through Detroit. Just, just go. Just Windsor, not an option. You're going through Port Huron and Sarnia. That's how it's going to go if you want to get into Canada. This is what you're going to do. You're going to park your car in the Auburn Palace of Auburn Hills parking lot, or what else used to be the Palace of Auburn Hills parking lot. You're going to, and go then you're going to swim. Then, no, then you're going to go. You're going to no. swim no, to then Canada. You're, then you're. For freedom! No, you're going to no, swim today. No, no, here's what you're going to do. Then you're going to go walk over to the Silver Dome, or what's left of it, the rubble, the ruins, and then you're going to meet your Uber driver over there, and then you're going to be really weirded out by the sketchy Uber driver that you got, but he's going to bring you into town, so help him God, and you'll regret every minute of it. That's what would happen. If and we, once you that's leave... That's what would happen if Green Day... Anyways, Alex, we should probably get back to Marner. And then once you leave the remnants of what used to be the rear fender of your Uber's car... <laughs> You get to go to a concert. <laughs> oh, by the way, get... I'm up, up. <laughs> I swear, if we get tickets at the concert and Weezer doesn't play Africa by Toto, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> they have to. They have to. They have to. Just to It's the same piss. way they have to play Beverly Hills because there is a Beverly, Beverly Hills. Because there is a Beverly Hills, Michigan. There is. Detroit Country Day. But no, just to piss me and Katie off. Because marching Katie band. Whatever. Not even the good version of Africa. Jesus, there's better covers of Africa than the Weezer one. Yeah, but it's the most funny to me. Oh, because, yeah, because we played it and we didn't even create our own music for it because, well, you know. Me, you know, Alex. I do know. That's why I'm mad about it. But, Marner, since I refuse to do the show on Saturday, this is my opinion on Marner. What's next for the Leafs, Ty? What do we get to complain about? fact that we're probably going to win two out of our first six. In what? Preseason games? No, just regular season. It, somehow it'll happen. We'll have a bad October. We'll throw tables, drink too many beers, and probably, since we're going to have a dartboard in the, the apartment, throw darts at each other. I'm not watching games at your house. You can watch games at my house if you want. Why would I drive to your house just to watch a hockey game on you, a TV? Hey, you have a long day at Davenport. You want to chill. Come on over. We're right there. <laughs> you better have chips and salsa. We'll have chips and maybe some guac. Some guac. Have you ever thought about the DU basketball, like, PA announcer saying, like, chips and salsa? Chips and salsa, oh, ladies oh and gentlemen. Mike, Mike is Davenport Mike. University is proud to bring to you're, you're you this close. contest. You're not even close. between chips and salsa. Arriba, <laughs> Mike Lee. Arriba, Derchi. Mike Lee. I could not. And the Davenport Pet Band. <laughs> he loves the Pet Band. I don't know if there is. I think you guys play "Carry On Wayward Son." I feel like that's one of his favorite songs. I don't know Probably. why. Mike Lee, dude, I want to, for one day, one day, I want to send him to Michigan Stadium just so he can bring out the band. Could you imagine? Oh, come on. Absolutely not. There's one one announcer that is allowed to do that. Because he would say, ladies and gentlemen, he would ruin it, but it's. No, 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 he would do, ladies and gentlemen. Nope, then that would be it. I'd be turned off right there. Good call, Alex. It's got to be. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the oh, 235 oh. member Michigan Marching Band. That's not band. The, that's not the number of the band. What? That's not the number of the band this year. I'm just remembering the recording we had uh, from Fire Up at Saturday. Their yeah. album. 
Name another March Madness as an album. Uh, Nebraska. Um, South Carolina. You mean the state that thinks they have better corn than Iowa? They do. Nebraska has better corn than Iowa? They do. And I say that only to piss off one of the bass drummers that's in the marching band. What's good in Nebraska? His- What's good about Nebraska, though? Corn. No. There's nothing in Nebraska. They got corn. The only thing that's about- like saying what's good about Iowa. They got corn. They got corn, but they, they got corn and tornadoes. Can- you choose. So does Nebraska. Sometimes you lose your corn to the tornadoes. They have an entire battle over it. It's between the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. I'm just saying. It's, it's the it's battle the, of the corn. The battle of the corn and the corn won on Saturday. Bias. The, and just to make sure. Oh! Make sure that we got the right corn down. It's not the one Dude, with the K in the backwards how? R. It's regular corn. So we talk about Downtown Sports Network, Alex. Marner! Downtown Spartans. What about them? How are they doing, Alex? Probably fine. Are you sure, Alex? Probably fine. They just lost to Arizona State. Because they, for some reason, the special teams from Michigan State all of a sudden thinks it's the Canadian Football League and throw 12 guys on the field. Hmm. Mark D'Antonio, one of the best coaches in Michigan State's history. Just count! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Hey, you can't go. Oh, you know what? We're going to kick this field goal anyways. What are they going to not notice? Well, you can't always say that it's his fault. That's not probably wasn't his fault. The special teams coach was fired yesterday. No, yeah, it wasn't. Probably. I, 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 would. I mean, it's possible. He was probably either fired or demoted from his TA position at the university. Yeah. Because that's probably what he's getting paid for. But, no, it's, it's, it's a D1 NCAA college you're football right, it's not, program. You're right. It's not. Those guys have freaking agents. The, the special teams coach for the... Hi, I'm the special teams coach for the Michigan Mich- State Spartans. My average... Uh, salary is salary, about 75 grand. No, it's about uh, $1.23 million. No, and no, no. My agent I, takes about 10% of that home. Yeah, no big deal. <sighs> Marner. Marner, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy about it. I'm glad that I you, you get to yell less now, and now we get to laugh. I'm, we get to laugh at other teams. We'll get to the laughing though later, Alex. Yes, but right now, we get to we get to talk about some some serious business. Serious business, Alex. What? Business. What business? Some serious business, right here. What business? NHLPA made an announcement. On Sunday. Oh yes. Oh yes. I'm prepared for this, Alex. Hold on. Let's. let's oh, oh God. Let's, let's, what, hold what, on. What did I, what hold I just on, do? Alex. I got what, this. What right? can let's, of let's, beans did let's, I just hold on, open? Hold on. Hold on. Let's pull up. Let's pull up the shot glasses here. Okay. What? So we're gonna do. I, I we're can't gonna, do that. We're doing together, Alex. I can't. Okay? I can't. I right. can't. Alex, no. a shot a day keeps the lockout away. Let's go, boys. No, here we go. We I'm not participating in this. We got it, Alex. We got to keep the lockout away. No. Clearly, the NHLPA won't do it. No, I don't wanna. Why not, Alex? Because we got to do it. Because the NHLPA is gonna they're gonna open it up and they're gonna keep talking about it. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about American hockey for the entire year come on Alex, no, do it together. I, I don't wanna why not i don't wanna why not i don't wanna alex you gotta give me a reason why I we're not doing this together alex because i'm an athlete well that's not an athlete thing why alex why are, why why can't we take a shot we gotta do it we gotta take a shot shot a day keeps the lockout away be, be, because they decided to not reopen the cba what be, be. are you telling me the nhlpa used their brain yeah, I poured this top of the shelf wine tequila. Ew! For nothing. Ew! Are you kidding me? They actually did it. They actually 
said maybe we should try and try to pan out and try to ride it out. Stay the course. The NHL PA and Donald Fair and that ugly looking man decided that, hey, we're going to do a thing. I told you to be optimistic about it. How can I be optimistic when there's been three lockouts in sort of my lifetime? Because. But finally, Alex, fourth time's a charm. Yay. Or at least until the 2022 season. That gives me plenty more time to buy better tequila. Anyways, because this was not top. This was not top shelf tequila. This was uh, this was uh, Azteca. <laughs> and there's not enough margarita to mix the chair between the two of us to to drown, to to mix this with. So we're just gonna have to. We should have to set these off to the side and let them. You got, you got a lighter? We could probably light it on fire. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> but thank goodness. I don't know how it's going to happen now. Here's the best. Here's the big kicker in all this, Alex. The league and the PA could negotiate extending the CBA. Now I don't see that happening simply because of the fact that the players want the escrow removed, and with the CBA, it's not going to go anywhere. But I am happy because now that means we're going to possibly head. We could have a World Cup in 2022. That is true. We could do that. Possibly. The Olympics, they're there. All the Olympics are in play. Uh. And we don't have to worry about having a, con- a CBA negotiation about it. I think the NHL, you want to expand China, you want to No, expand- because 2022, it ends in September. I'm s- the Olympics would be... After. It expires. No, the Olympics would be before. It's in February of 2022, are the Olympics, Alex. Come on, date skier, date straight. Um, you got it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. so that gives hmm. plenty of it gives plenty of time for the league and the players to figure out what they want. And I feel like with this, they can start negotiating now. Well, it also comes down to what the league and the double IHF want. Well, oh, the eh, the Olympics. That's no, that yes, that can be between the league. But I'm talking about the CBA. I, I mentioned the Olympics because that was gonna be a big talking point for the players reopen, reopening the CBA negotiations. Right, because they want that. But this gives them plenty of time, the league and the PA, to discuss how can we improve the game when the CBA expires. Now, don't forget, Alex, that will be after the first year of Seattle. That will be after the first season. Right. The Seattle Hockey Club. Right, right, the right. The Seattle right, right, Totems. Right, 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 right. The They're Seattle not going to be the Totems. No, no. The Seattle Sour... The, the, the Sockeyes. Excuse no. me. No, no, but no, what, what's going to happen is the Seattle hockey team will be at the end of their first season. So now, you know, there's going to be pushed by the league to get the CBA done because you're not going to want to have an expansion team play a season and then lockout. You're not going to want to do that. No, you're not going to. But here, here's the best part about the CBA being one year after the new Seattle team plays is that you have more players more players to have an opinion because you're going you're gonna to have one more team. So that's just one more uh, roster full of players. That well, that's, has an that's opinion. a lot more jobs. Yeah. That's 20, a lot 20, more jobs. 23 more jobs to give or take all the, well, 50 Well, for players, at Well, 50 least. actually, cause you have 50 contracts. Yeah. Just for players though. That, does, that doesn't even include the people that are running the facility. No, but, the, but the, then again, okay, they don't, the they don't, they the don't the get pe- affected by that. The people that run the facilities do not have a say. They don't have a voice. There is no Arena no, Workers Association. No, there's just the National Hockey League Players Association. But 
It also, like you said, it does give them time. And if I remember correctly, if I read it, if I read it correctly, uh, when they, you know, renegotiate the CBA deal to possibly extend it, they can put clauses in there that on the expiry date of September 1st, 2022, that... It amends the CBA. It, it can amend certain parts of it. So parts so where it, ca- it can get rid of escrow or, or um, you know, you know, just certain other... Escrow th- is the big thing, yes. Well, that's the big thing, but there's obviously, you know, different aspects of it that players... LTIR. The, the, the LTIR is another big one, but there's, there's a lot of stuff that the league... Signing bonuses the, the being limited. The league and players want to, you know, change and get fixed. the way the contracts are now, like Mars, for example... I don't like it. Well... Yeah, I don't like it either. But I'm saying as though like how the contracts are base salary. Like there are third and fourth liners that are that have a base salary higher than Mitch Marner's, but his money's been made on signing bonuses. That could be something the owners will look at. Potentially, but, yes. Just because, um, obviously, the league wants everything to be as fair as possible, and Toronto has a huge upper hand when it comes to stuff like that, where they can offer huge signing bonuses, and which is a, another reason why, in certain teams' cases, which we'll talk about later on, uh, they don't have that option. So they can't really go with comparables. And, oh, Mitch Murner got this much I mean, for this point, many points. Well, we don't have the money for that kind of thing. Right. So that's probably another thing that they'll talk about. So they, they have the ability, if I remember correctly, and I read correctly, that during the CBA continuation, so until September 1st, 2022, uh, the league... So perfect, right before training camp. Right, it is right before training camp. I know, that's you don't want You don't want the workers to work before they're, you know, covered. It should should be July... It's like insurance, Ty. It should be be July 5th. July 5th, so right after. No, no, because then you'd have all of the American hockey fans just completely wasted... Just feeling hungover, and then all of a sudden, boom, There's no, no hockey. So the players get astronomical contracts. I Sorry, I was scrolling through Twitter. I tried to keep updated. So I follow Major League Baseball, or so does our page. And Mike Yastrzemski hugged his grandfather, Carl Yastrzemski, at Fenway Park before his first pitch and got a standing ovation. Mike Yastrzemski's his grandson, he had a homer yesterday in Fenway Park. And the crowd gave, the, the Boston crowd gave, an away player standing ovation. Just because he was Carl's grandson. Who? Carl Yastrzemski. Alex, I know you're a baseball guy. Carl Yastrzemski was a magnificent ball player for the Red Sox from the early 60s to late 70s. And he, like, retired right... Or he came in the league right after Ted Williams retired. So it was kind of... The, the Red Sox went from the splendid splinter Ted Williams to Carl Yastrzemski. And his grandson, playing for the Astros, playing for San Francisco. Sorry, San Francisco. And he had a homer yesterday in Fenway Park. So it was the first time Yastrzemski hit a homer in like 40 years <laughs> at Fenway Park. So why would the Boston crowd be rooting for the, it's a Yastrzemski. The, the grandson Don't. of a Cincinnati Red? Red Sox. No, you said Cincinnati Reds. You said Yastrzemski. I swear you said Cincinnati Reds. The Boston Red. Red Sox. No, when you're talking about the grandfather, you said Cincinnati I swear to God. I swear to Boston God. Oh, don't do this to me, Alex. I'm not going to try to re- I'm not gonna re-record this bit. I can't do it. I, 
No, you're not going to. But you know what you're going to do? You're going to, after the show's over, you're going to look for it. And you're like, where did we talk about that part? What minute? <laughs> Boston Red Sox fans love their boys, okay? Okay. And even if it's not even a guy that plays, as long as he's related to one of their boys. Was his name Charlie? No, his name was Matt. Matt or Matt or Mike Shrimsky. Grandson of Carl. Anyways, sorry. Okay. But the CBA, back to the CBA, back to hockey. Sorry, I'm trying to stay updated here on the Twitter, and that's what I see, okay? That has nothing to do with hockey. I'm ashamed of you. But, uh, what, do you want me to talk about the fact that the big matchup tonight, Florida and Montreal and Kraft Hockeyville? No, I want you to talk about the huge matchup in Carolina between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Carolina Hurricanes. Part do. Who cares? I do. You want to know why? Because the Carolina Hurricanes got a shout out last night, folks. It's it's a premonition. It's the future. The Hurricanes are going over the cup. Okay. It's happening. We I, made it to the conference final last year. We're going for the cup. You know me, Alex, you know how much I really pay attention to? And I'm, I'm not saying, I'm going to say this and people are going to be like, what? How much I actually care for preseason hockey? Not enough. Not at all. Not enough, Ty. It's training camp live. <laughs> It's really all we'll it do is. do it live! It's really what it is. Sure, it can be fun, and sure, tickets are cheaper, I I think. It's fun. But it's fun to go watch kids play. Go watch Mitch Marner play with a guy like Jeremy Brack. Oh, my gosh. Now, they the they wouldn't be on the same line, I know. How but, many times do I get to say the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Tampa Bay Lightning? Oh, wait! If they played in the playoffs last year, it would have been four times. Hell! I just, well... I think Carolina is still, yeah, in my eyes, of how they're going to be this year. But they mid. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have our favorite special Uh-oh. guest. Uh oh. Who's that? Me. Oh, it's Me. you. Who's you? On the oh, he's fine. Come here, Joe. All right. Who's that? Me. You. Who's Ladies you? and gentlemen, Joe. it's the Joe. It's the Joe. It's cousin Joe. Come here, Joe. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. Oh. No, he's got a diaper on, thank goodness. Say hi, Joe. Hi. How you doing, Joe? Good. You doing good? Yeah. Is it hot out there? Yeah. What, what'd you do today? I showed Mama how fast. You showed Mama how fast you were? Yeah. Were you running or were you driving the car? Drink, no or driving the truck? Car. No truck. Just running? Just running. Just You're fast? Running. Yeah. Were you the fastest two-year-old out there? Yeah. How yeah. fast were you? How fast are you? Bike. Bike fast? Yeah. You run like a bike? Yeah. That's you, good to know. Can, can you ride your... Wait, you have a tricycle, though. Yeah. What color is your tricycle? Lala and... Lala... What? Is it red? Red. Red, yep. there you yeah, go. Yeah, yellow and red. There it is. Oh, yellow and red. Oh. Yeah, it's got a little yellow on there. Which one? The the bigger one. Oh. You want to get, get down? Okay. Can you say goodbye? Goodbye. Say it one more time. Goodbye. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Joe. It's the Joe. He's going to run around for a little bit down here. So you'll probably hear him in the background. That's fine. He'll probably ask for our attention, but... Oh, he wants to play a game. You want to play a game? Well, we got to finish our show first, Joe. This is, a bar- this is a very, I guess, monumental, sentimental show, I guess. It is. It's a good show. Good it's show a good show. Hear. But, uh, yep, so hockey is uh, is on the TV. 
Hockey's it's, on it's TV. Preseason yes. hockey. Yeah, we, well, we if like you actually that. have the NHL network. That is true if you have the NHL network. Or if you have Fox Sports Detroit and watch Joe Hicketts get his time with the Wings. Well, you know, actually, or, or, or any Hicketts other. Hicketts better play on Detroit this year. Or any regional sports provider. You know, it's not just. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, in this area, you know, Fox Sports Detroit. You know, Fox, Fox Sports, Sports Detroit. North, Fox Sports North. Fox Sports Prime Ticket, because that's what it is in, uh, in California. MSG right? is another one. What is what? That's a remote. It's a remote. It's a remote. Joe's at, oh, he's asking questions. That's another remote. That's a remote you can't touch, though. He's, look, he's looking at my PS4 controller. We'll do a game later. Okay. We'll go upstairs <laughs> and we'll do a game later, okay, Joe? Okay, he's just going to wait there. He's just going to wait there. Okay, so okay. go upstairs and wait for us. Okay. Bye, boy. Say. There's no way I can put money down that hey, Joe will not. Hey, blow kisses. Blow kisses? Oh, oh, he looked you oh. off. He looked you off. It's he okay. saw you. He heard exactly what you said. And you know what he said in his mind? No. 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 She's saying no. Uh, but, yeah, so let's let's move on with a little bit of hockey. That was so adorable. I, I love that kind of crap. I can't wait till he's like, like, listen, it's going to be great because. Can't like, you just wait till he can actually talk about and, hockey? Dude, he's going to be our Detroit insider because his father will only let him watch Detroit hockey. Yes, well, except when he's when uh, you know when mom and dad are around, he's home for a Leafs night. You know, uh, he's watching some Leafs hockey. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I guess still have the video. But so does Kelly. Um, so we did have some he's signings recently. Uh, some signings. Some signings. You know, I'll, I'll, some solid good ones. Ty, just some really solid. <laughs> so <laughs> solid that he's yawning. <laughs> really, or blah blah. God, oh <laughs> my. <laughs> Really solid signings, Ty. Let me let me tell you, really solid signings. Millions of millions of dollars of signings. Jared Spurgeon of the Minnesota Wild getting a wild contract. No kidding. A lot of sevens. Couple fives. Seven years, seven point five seven five million dollars is the cap hit. This is good for Minnesota. Why? You keep a defenseman? I <laughs> This is not a gr- Spurgeon. Spurgeon is a very. He's a solid defenseman. Fishman. But how in the world? It's an extension, by the way. It let's, is. Let's not kid ourselves. He's getting five point one eight seven five right now through this coming season, and then after that, he gets paid for seven years. I know Ryan Suter is old, so that is why they're comparable now. But how much better is Jared Spurgeon than Ryan Suter? Well, let's do I not watch enough Wild games to see the fact that I do not think that he is worth seven over seven million dollars, over seven and a half million dollars? Well, let's let's look at this tie. Uh, Ryan Suter has this year, and then he has one, two, three, four, five years afterwards. So that's let's let's count that as six years. You're telling me that that contract's almost over with. So if we go from his age now at 34, you know, plus five years, he's gonna be 39. So Jared Spurgeon is 29, so he's he's got three years, or excuse me, five years on uh Ryan Suter there. And he's got after this year, he's got seven. So he's is going to be 36. Okay, 36 versus 39. Still got three years on him. So, but I just don't see how this contract for this team that is supposedly in a 
slightly retooling era. Now, granted, yes, they only they still have close to five million dollars in cap space. But imagine if he paid. Now, yes, he's a forty-three point defenseman. That's big in today's game. He can play both ends of the ice. That's big in today's game. But seven and a half, over seven and a half mil. Both, which, by the way, you know, Suter and Spurgeon. You're with, telling me that with, Jared, with, you're telling with me. With no move clauses. You're telling me that Jared Spurgeon is above Josh Morrissey. You're saying Jared Spurgeon is a, just a hair of a step below Jacob Truba. What I'm I, telling you, Ty. He can produce and he plays well. And yes, you you have to get defensemen on that team and you have to keep them. But is seven point is that amount of money worth it? <clears throat> Ty, this is what I'm telling you. Let they, some other team overpay him. They only have two UFAs next year. Mika Koivu and JT Brown. And Mika Koivu. You can tell where the money's going to be going next year. Well, It's to JT Brown. Possibly. And Miko Koivu, he may be on his last legs. He'll probably go to a different team. Two more years of Dubnik. Staylock is still their backup. I'm just trying to figure out where, where this came about. Billy Guerin, I praise Billy Guerin getting this, getting this gig with the Wild. I think he can turn this team on track, but is overpaying for your, even if he is your best defense right now, you're going to have over $11 million, or excuse me, over almost $14 million wrapped up between Jared Spurgeon and Matt Dumba. And Dumba, I don't care what anyone says, is better than Jared Spurgeon. I think and there's he's much, younger. Ah, age does matter, I get you. But in longevity standards. Wait, well, it does matter. Okay, especially but in the defensive position, too. I just like Dumba's game more. Yes, Dumba was hurt last year, and it really derailed the wild. You really saw how. Much they needed him. How how poor they were without him. If Spurgeon ent- exits the lineup, Spurgeon, 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 Sturgeon, Spurgeon. If he's out of the lineup for two weeks, yeah, you know what? He may be a guy that's missed. Same way with Jake Gardner and the Leafs. But Jake Gardner's not a seven and a half million dollar defenseman. He's not. How is Spurgeon? How is Spurgeon? How is Jared Spurgeon a seven and a half million dollar defenseman? It's a listen. It's a it's a solid question. If Ty. this team gets good, if this team is able to tweak a couple things out, get Emphasis better goaltending. If if yes, you're going to want to add players in there. You're going to want to sign some guys, and you're not going to be able to. You see, but we we this is kind of just the same record playing over and over again. We, 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 we've talked about this for, for years now, it seems like. Well, I mean, obviously on the show, we've been around for a couple years now. But we can say plural, Alex. Plural years. We've been here for years. Um, but we've the one thing that we've constantly said, especially about the Minnesota Wild, is that this is a team that they have the possibility to go far. It's just the one thing of depth that has been their Big problem, and they just have they've had injury issues. They've it's, had okay injuries aside, though. The one thing that's been their problem has been depth, and when it comes down to it, we've always complained that you know if we were Minnesota Wild fans, we would rather not have 
all of our money kept between a select group of people. Now, we say that as Leaf fans, and we have a top six that are all locked up and contracts we have, and such. We have three players making over $10 million. So... Yeah, that's $30 million out of 81. The you team, do the, math. the Toronto Maple Leafs, hopefully if the cap does, if the cap doesn't go up by the year 2022, will be Tavares, Marner, Matthews, Nylander, and the Newfoundland Growlers. However, I digress. This... Oh, excuse me. This is very hard for them because they just have a lot of contracts that are considered big. Suter... Parise, Parise, Zuccarello, Zucker, Mikukoivu for this well, Zucker's, season. Zucker's an interesting player because he can score. He can play both ways, and despite being a winger, that's I. It's hard because you almost want to say it's a fair contract, but looking at what the market is now, that's almost a steal. Looking at right, looking at what the market is right now, and what it's however, go, what it's going to be in about I don't know two months. Right, and, and and we say this with a grain of salt because obviously, you know, they do have a bit of contracts that are are pretty good. Um, I would I'd say that for Minnesota, they're one of the big teams that have a lot of their wealth spread out. With you know, like Erickson Eck, he's twenty two. He's only making one point four eight seven five eight seven five for two years. It is a big deal that no players making over eight million dollars. Right, that that's that's huge, and especially in this league right now. With I want to say, most if not all of the teams having at least one player that makes even over though we're eight. heading in an area in about five years or so, there's going to be easily a starting five on each team and a goaltender. Maybe not a goaltender, but a starting five that are going to be making over ten million dollars. Right, we're heading in that direction right yeah. now. Yeah, it 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 definitely seems like in this league right now that there's at least one person on each team that no, not one. I'm talking about an entire starting lineup. No, but. I, as of right now, there, that there's at least like one person that makes over eight million. Like New Jersey, they have right. PK. They have PK Subban making over, you know, eight million. He's making nine. Exactly. But it's it's not a great contract. I can see kind of where they're coming from with it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but we'll definitely have to see how they play out. Minnesota does have a lot of possibility to be a contender this year, but then again, we've been they saying they just need to put it together. It's the same story over again. They just need to put it together. They and need Bruce to Boudreaux's rack up wins. Back off on the f bonds. They need to. Ba- they just need to rack up the wins. That's all they need to do. And it's hard for them because they're in the central. And I don't know if Dubnik's going to be able to put it all together. I feel like Minnesota and Dallas are going to be on the bottom two of this division this year. It's, it's really hard it's to look at it and say otherwise. Right. Well, actually, Alex. Well, we'll get to we'll get to another team in the central division a little bit later on here. We will. We will get to them later. But we're going to move to the East Coast real quick. Um, Boston signed two players. Uh, Charlie McAvoy. Charlie! Good old Charlie boy from my boss. Eh? Yeah. There's nothing good about Charlie McAvoy. Well, I mean, if you're a Boston fan, he's good old Charlie boy. Charlie he, Coyle! Sorry. He is making $4.9 million for the Boston Bruins for the young. next three seasons. A whole hundred grand less than Zach Kerensky. Hello, hey, what's that bridge that's going across the bay in Boston to the TD Garden? Is there a bridge over there? There's got to be a bridge. I don't think there's a bridge, Ty. Well, if there's a bridge. It's a, in, it's a mainland state. If Ty. there's a bridge in Boston, we're going to call it the McAvoy, because that's what that was. Sure. The Roy <laughs> it, McAvoy. It, it really was. The it's, Roy McAvoy. This, Sorry, I, just watched, I watched 10 Cup last night. This was a solid deal on both ends. You're getting arguably one of your best 
defenseman locked up to three years, and then you're going to pay that man his money after the next three. Because you're hoping at that point Chara has retired. Hopefully, I mean. You're hoping. No, seriously. Okay, here's you, You're literally not. Listen, Don Sweeney is only signing Chara just because of the fact that, A, he's probably intimidated by Chara. Don Sweeney probably wouldn't be intimidated by Chara. But you sign him because you almost like you owe it to him to keep him playing if he wants to. You don't owe him anything. Well, could you imagine how bad Don, if like Zidane O'Chara wants to sign, but Don Sweeney doesn't sign him, and then the and then media someone finds out, and someone else signs him though? Oh my gosh! No, Zidane O'Chara will not play for anyone other than the Boston Bruins. At this point, that's my yes. that's my personal. Well, because nobody'd be dumb enough to sign him. Oh, then again, we said that about uh, Daniel Alfredson. Nobody would be dumb enough to sign him than Detroit did. Kenny Holland uh, is not a good GM, Alex. No, that's why he's over in Edmonton. Edmonton's not a good hockey club. But no, I mean, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched that the other day. The try. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Rick uh, James. Rick James. Uh, but no, they also made another signing. Excuse me with a yoink. Oh, Lord, sweet Mother Teresa. We are high above the TD Garden. Brandon Carlo signed a two-year, $2.85 million year. That is in effect this year as well. So he's going to be locked up for two years. Uh, RFA after that. So kind of like the McAvoy deal. Really, it's just the Bruins organization making sure that these younger defensemen uh, pan out how they think they are before they get paid their money. Um... After, you know, that contract is up. So for the next two years, you'll have at least McAvoy, Carlo, and more. Kevin Miller is up at the end at the end of this coming season. Tori Krug is the same. And Dano Char as well. Matt Grizzlick will be as well. Connor Clifton is there, but right now Connor Clifton's I mean, he did sign his extension for three more years at one million apiece. So Charlie Coyle will be up by next year. Yeah, Don Sweeney's going to have to do some work. Next year is going to be a big one for the Bruins. That is for Well, certain. here's the thing. You're going you're gonna to sign Jake DeBrusque, obviously. Joachim Nordstrom will be interesting. But Brett Ritchie and Chris Wagner can go kick rocks. You don't need those players. If you can sign them for cheap, you Boston can. fans are like, what do you mean, you dumb Leaf fans? You're dumb because you don't like Listen, Chris Wagner, hit, that game is gone. Put him in the LNAH up in Quebec. That's where he probably fit in best. He'll probably put up some points while he fights up there. Wait, who? Uh, Wagner, Chris Wagner. Oh, d- dude, Chris Wagner. He's making one point two five million dollars, Alex. I'm just saying, it's impressive. Yeah, for his role, but his role works. Luke Witowski gets paid less, but his role works. That's yeah. why they make it to the finals. For that's for, why they're for forty games a season. It works. Yeah, but that's that. why. But they're consistently. A he doesn't contender. even play. You put the. Put the playoffs in. The only th- I think he only played against what? A couple games against the Leafs and the Blue Jackets? Did he play once against the Blues? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to look up his game logs later. but We'll see. But I do believe that they'll sign Brett Ritchie for sure. But McAvoy, I like that contract simply because it's not awful, but it is a bridge. So you're hoping Char retires before that contract ends up. And that Tory Krug negotiation next year will be interesting if they do not get it done before then. Because you're looking at Tory Krug, if he continues to produce, he will be the number one guy in Boston. He is going to be looked at as Raymond Bork, just 30 digits less. So that's going to be like seven easily. Seven, uh, seven, yeah. in, seven in term. 
No, no, no. But no, no, here's the problem. Ty, here's Ty, the problem. Ty. The guy we just talked about, Jared Spurgeon. Ty, Ray Borg, 7.7. Get it? No, it's got to be Tory Krug. It's going to be 7.47. But, 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 Ray but, he, Bork. but Tory Krug is not Raymond Bork. If Ray Bork signed a contract today, yes, because apparently that's the thing nowadays. I'd give him $7. $7 to sign a $7.7 million contract. No, $7.70. To play. <laughs> to play. Yeah, so, yeah, no, that's why you just that's why you just couldn't be a GM, Alex. No, but Ray I'm Bork with Jared Spurgeon. Wait, are we talking Ray Bork as he is now, or like prime Ray Bork now? Prime steak. Oh, Ray Bork. Oh, well, then I give him seven point seven. Yeah. No, nowadays, I just because Brad Marchand. That's I just ask him to come play on a Sunday league with me. I wouldn't care. He'd still be better than half the guys. <laughs> but Possibly. No, I'm just saying with the contract that Jared Spurgeon's getting. All of a sudden, that's become the precedent because now everyone's going to look at him. People were initially looking at the Tyler Myers contract, which made it really interesting. Then they're looking at Jacob Truba. Okay, 8 by 8 but he's still a good defenseman. Jared Spurgeon, like I just said a few minutes ago, is not worth that money. So now Tory Krug is going to look like, wow, I can get more than that. Hello, eight and a half, nine million dollars $9 Yeah, but you also have to think, if you're a smart general manager, you're going to... Here's the problem. Okay. He's, a Uf- he's a UFA, Alex. Right. He can just say no, kick rocks, and go. Yeah, but how many years has he played for the Boston Bruins where they've been a contender? Every season. Okay, so why would you leave? Money. Now, Dude. don't get me wrong. Whatever they've Dude. been, whatever they've been Dude. feeding Dude. Dude. No. Whatever they've been feeding him in Boston has kept everyone together. Dude, you want cups or do you want money? How much is Patrice Bergeron making right now? Not enough. Well, Patrice, How no, much Patrice is, Bergeron now is making too much. At his age, he's making too much. When he signed that contract, yes. Pasta, same thing. The Devil's contract, perfect. Dave, Brad Marchand, hell of a World Cup. Don Sweeney's like, here's six years of this stuff, or eight years, whatever it was. Boy, oh boy. It was boy. eight years because he's got six left. Boy, oh this year. boy. Brad Marchand is living... The life. They thought he was. And then guess what? He became a 100-point player and realized, man, I'm making $4 million less than I should be. Yeah, he's making not enough. He is the fourth highest paid forward, and still, David Krejci is the highest paid forward on the Boston Bruins roster. Exactly. If that's not loyalty and smart GMing, GMing, can I make that a verb? Oxford Dictionary? Approves. Managing. Okay. How about that? G-managing. Yeah, G-managing. It's... And, I don't even want to know Jake DeBrus is going to get paid. Jake DeBrus is going to make $5 million. Well, here's the thing, Todd. And Charlie Coyle will be left to... I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what the best part about the Boston Bruins are? And I very rarely ask that question. You say, if you say anything with Dunkin' Donuts. No, it's not Dunkin' Donuts. Because I was about to say, there's nothing good about Dunkin' Donuts. No, it's not. It's really... Not, it's just disgusting. Not at all. You should never eat it. In the slightest. Period. Pasta can go check his voicemail because he missed some calls. He did. From a real donut shop. Called Tim Hortons. Yes. Or really anybody that sells donuts. Marge's Donuts. Krispy Kreme. No, I, listen, Krispy Kreme can go take off because ever since they stopped actually giving real donuts out when they have the light oh, on. Oh, you're just sour. I am sour because the donuts aren't sweet enough. I'll ask the question again. Want to know what the best part about the Boston Bruins is? That they proved me wrong. Tom Brady's still in their region? No. Because he's, prove, not, he's they, not in Boston, he's in Foxborough. They proved me wrong. They are a competitive hockey team. 
that is a contender every single season and not one single player. Except on for a their, couple players that missed the playoffs. Don't forget. Not that. one single player on their roster makes over $8 million. Not a single one. Until next year. Uh, Krug is making eight, dude. No, he's not. Krug is making $8 million. Unless Don Sweeney like does some mock Krug, BS. Krug's making seven. Krug's going to make a seven by seven. Krug is making eight. He's making seven by seven. I'll tell you right now. No, you're right. So Yaroslav Halak will become the highest ba- paid backup in the league. Yeah, but, he'll make two bucks and a penny. But Boston's living fine, though, Alex. They're living fine. And they are doing a lot better than the team that we're going to talk about next. The Philadelphia Flyers. What do you mean the Flyers are doing bad? Well, they're not doing good. Why not? What's wrong with the Flyers? They signed, they signed Travis Konecki. Konechny. Whatever. From Boston, whatever. I'm obnoxious. This guy, this guy, he makes $5.5 million dollars. For the next six years. AAV. AAV. Now, I don't... What, that's here's, here's the problem, Alex. Let me tell you how this affects the Leafs. Konecki. Konecki, boy. Konechny. If, if you got some bending knees. He's going to play for the Leafs in four years. Oh, wait, hold on. When is... Uh, when's William Nylander's contract up? Six, four, 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 five more years? Yes. He's going to play for the team in five years. So, one, two, three, four. Two years before knees contract is up, he's going to play for the Leafs. Alex? What? Whatever the hell that was, I'll just ignore it. Travis Konechny, five and a half does look a lot for his point production. However, he's the kind of player that's been producing more and more. I love his game. He's a, he's a, he can score. He'll get in the dirty areas. He kind of has adapted that Flyers mentality of hardworking, physical, but able to put up points. And is still a very talented hockey player. Very, He's got really good skills. He's got, he knows how to move the puck. He has decent speed. He just hasn't been able to show it on the stats. Because really, the Flyers, since they last made the playoffs, have really not been a competitive team. And the Konechny has not really had anyone to work with. It's been Claude Giroux and nobody. Last year was the well, first... Well, he's... Well, this, this, last year was the first year, JVR, when he was there, he had someone... They've had Voracek for a bit. Yeah, but they haven't really played a whole lot together. Konechny and Voracek have. Couturier, he's a solid player. Another guy, though, that's solid. He can make but, some solid passes. You know, he, can, he can pass the puck, yes. That is true. But, he, I, but he's not a... A humongous. He's a, Couturier is more of a two-way guy. I don't see Couturier as a humongous offensive juggernaut. I do agree. Konechny Con- is not fit for this team. Well, Konechny is, and I think that Flyers fans love it. I swear, Philadelphia may not be Philadelphia. Philadelphia, born in West Philadelphia. I think this is a hockey club that it'll be tough in the Metro, but they could easily be a, be in the top three in the Metro. They could be a wild card team. They could finish last. Carter Hart could be a Vezina. They could finish first. Washington could take a dip, and the Philadelphia Flyers could win the division. Who knows? But the fact they got Proveroff signed, they got Konechny signed, they'll be ready for game one of the regular season. Watch out. If Carter Hart can avoid a sophomore slump, knock on wood, the Flyers will be dangerous. 
if Brian Elliott can play when Carter Hart's off, if those two can split time together and put up decent numbers, this Flyers team, Alex, could be in the playoff hunt. Possibly. I, I hate and I, last year. I don't think I said it as much, but this year this team really can do it. Claude Giroux is still a underlying and underrated produce producer scorer. He can still play. Dude's just nasty with the puck. He just keep and he keeps going. Nobody realizes it because he plays in Philadelphia. Because he plays on a team that has not been that good for the last ha- almost half decade now. Yeah, you're not wrong. Jakub Voracek has been off and on, but if JVR can stay healthy, you have the right pieces to make an honest push to the playoffs. And having connecting there is a humongous. I, I'm not going to say addition, but a humongous piece to stay there. Because and he's, he and he's young. And he's still developing. He may be worth five and a half in a year. He may be five and a half this year. I think this contract will show him, hey, I got to produce now. Who knows? Maybe he'll, I mean, well, it's a, definitely a shorter term, but maybe he'll just be like a, a Patrice Bergeron or a Brad Marchant where maybe he just gets 100 points with the help of he Claude could be Giroux. A, it'll, he'll look like he, the, obviously the goal is by the end of the contract that it looks like a steal. So you, you're hoping he looks like an $8 million player in year three. Right. That's the idea. So, and obviously making the playoffs helps. Right. So. You want to make it seem like you have to pay him at least $8 million in 2025. And, and guess what? By the end of his contract, he's going to want that. If he produces and if he builds the way he is projected to, the way he was when coming out of junior, coming, out of, coming into the league, where he was already heading, absolutely. I don't think the Flyers are in trouble. However, I think the division they're in makes it a little more difficult. It does. If and they were in, and it's, the worst part is this, is that it's so wild in the Metro, anything can happen. But if you, like, if you put them in, like, the Atlantic, it's still looking like top three. It's very hard to get out of that Metro. That's why, I mean, heck, the, the, monster, o- the only team, the, the that, monsters of the Metro. The only You've team. written well, no, about it. Well, We've talked about it. I don't, they're not, I don't think they're the monsters anymore. They're not dominant. It's still hard. They're not the monsters. They are. It's going to be the Metro Melee this year. The the, the Melee. Okay. Melee. Hey, like Super Smash Bros. Shout Bell, out to like, Smash Bros. It's about to say, Alex. Super Smash Bros. Great video game on the N64. My Monsters of the Metro article. Pretty good article I wrote. The, the Metro Melee. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Sequels to the game. Probably the best of the series. Hands down. I'm just saying. This run we're going to go on here. I'm not going to write about it, but hey. You should write about it. I write for the Canadians, which I haven't done a whole lot of because I've been moving in Davenport and stuff and stuff and things. Yeah. Not, it's funny because I, I feel bad. I talked to Bruce about it the other day, and he's like, you know, we're based in Montreal, and we really like reading about our team. And I'm like, I know. I know. Hey, the season's around the corner. There'll be more to talk about. I just I like to report on stuff that's happening instead of projecting stuff because then I look like an idiot when stuff doesn't happen. You like, know what the best part is? Like about- when Jake Gardner gets signed, and then I – Say you know that he was gonna. He should hey, be but you know what? On the I believe it was the most recent fifty or fifty one thirty one thoughts podcast in two thousand forty five. The league has expanded to fifty one senior reporter, and we mean senior in a literal manner. Elliot Friedman with another fifty one thoughts podcast. Does that mean that he's gonna change it to thirty two thoughts podcast? Yeah, that's what he did after Vegas came into the league. It was thirty one. So it was the thirty thoughts podcast. Yeah. It was a 30 Thoughts podcast. It was a 30 Thoughts article. And then when Jeff Merrick and Greg Wyshynski stopped there, when they, when Greg, I, I think it was Greg couldn't do it anymore, if I'm not mistaken. But no matter, when Merrick versus Wyshynski went off the air, 
quote unquote, Freed started up with Merrick doing the 31 Thoughts podcast. 31 so thoughts. 30, so it's 30 Sponsored thoughts. by the GMC Sierra Denali. We are professional greed. I remember that. It's just great. We're not sponsored by them. We'd love to, though. Yeah. Hey, GMC! <laughs> We're not professional grade, but you are! We'll we'll talk about your... We'll be sponsored by... Wolves. No. See, if they're... So, if... <laughs> if Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick are sponsored by GMC Sierra, <laughs> we are definitely... We deserve Alex. 100%. Hyundai! <laughs> no. Hyundai's too good for us. We need to be sponsored by Pugio. No. <laughs> Pugio, because we don't know what we're doing. How about Summit Place Key of North Grand Rapids? Yeah. Oh, no. Summit Place Key of Summit Place Key of. Stop it! Summit no. Place Key of. Shut up. Stupid local car ads. But hey. Oh, my gosh. For me, Rich. And me, Tanya. I, I, want I, had, some, I had some friends that were actually going to buy that building. Where they are, or the dealership is? Yeah, no, Tyler and them were going to make it into a parkour studio, but it didn't work. Because we all realized that we were teenagers and didn't have money. Welcome to uh, Plainfield Township, home of the car dealerships. Go tar- go uh, car dealerships. I'm just saying, there's a lot there. There is a lot. And not a single one has returned my email and or phone call. Not a single one. Nope. Uh, not a single Solitary one. Talking about single and solitary, uh, there was a single and solitary signing from the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks? The one shirt I have because Kelly's sister yes. went to Vancouver and said, hi, it's a hockey shirt from Canada. I got to buy it. So it bought a Canucks shirt. Yeah. Not even a classic one. Not even the blade. Yes. If it was a hot, dude, if it was the classic black, uh, the... The no, Ty, you know what you need? I would wear that shirt a lot. You nah, know screw the blade. You know what you need? The classic classic. I'm talking V, boy. No, no, wait, no. The You're classic, getting the wait, big on, old the classic, black. Or the classic classic. The classic classic is the rink with the stick. No, I'm talking about the classic classic where it's like the black and red and the yellow The one they wore v. was at the 80, 81 or 82 final against the Islanders. Something like that. When Richard Brodeur was there and Stan Smeal led that stupid team from the west that one or there wasn't the west it was still the 16 team format that team yeah yeah that no team. it was 82 because minnesota was an 81 sure it, they were the team that lost the islanders it was sure. still there for pete mike bossy was scoring a thousand goals stuff like that sure and but they only had one single in solitary signing yesterday and it was none other than brock Basher, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll allow. It. Thank you, thank you. Well, I'm glad well you it's know. it's better than uh, Jay Unright's Brock Basher. <laughs> That's his Bobrovsky. That's his new Bobrovsky. Brock Basher. <laughs> <laughs> he held it for like two minutes, whatever. Anyways, Brock, Brock Besser is now the fourth highest paid player in the Vancouver uh, Still behind Antoine Roussel and Jay Beagle. He is your... No, he's not. Oh, no, wait. Jay Beagle's only making $3 million, buddy. Oh. I looked at the three and I thought wrong again. 
Wait, fourth? Yeah. Still the fourth highest? Yeah, he is. So fourth. behind. Can Vancouver, I, so by wait, the way, they, give us, give they, us, they proved me wrong. They yeah. do not have a t- player that is over $8 million. Well, because it's so Alex. So these are the No, 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 top. no, no. I'm going to guess. What? Give, give the contract, and I'm going to guess the four ahead of them. Do you have cap friendly? No, I don't. Okay, I have it. On, it's a tab. You can look at it. It's not up. I'm going to guess it, but is you it have up? to go. Is you it have up? To go okay, with, it's not up. Tell them the contract. Okay, so Brock Besser, 5.875 million dollars. Because we all thought you were going to say thousand, Alex. By three years, RFA in 2022-23, the 22-year-old making some bank because he deserves it. Hello. This is a bridge. Bridge to BC Place. Because I was going to say Terabithia, but. No, it's a bridge to Whistler. No, bridge because to- he's going to be able to afford half the mountain by the time his RFA years meets up. I mean, heck, he'll be able to afford that Disney Plus. That's where Bridge to Terabithia is. But he will be able to afford Disney Plus. Heck yeah! And Hulu and ESPN Plus. Thank you, Disney, for owning everything. God bless America. God bless Monopoly. <laughs> I love that game. Anyways, but but no. So, so you say the top four, the four above him. No, he is fourth. Oh, he's fourth. So it's so three, three above him. Louis Erickson, because that he's is true. Still getting paid. He is six million dollars for the next three years. UFA after it. What's the uh, what are the other two tackles? Wait, are you guys looking at forwards or entire play? Yes, entirety. Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers. He's got five years, six million. What's the last one? I'm thinking Bo Horvat, but I for some reason feel like that's not the right answer. Bo Horvat. Final answer. Bo Horvat, final answer. Bo Horvat is making 5.5 million. Oh! That's for the next four years. Who is it? You want to take one more guess, Ty? I'll give you one more. Come on. It's got a good name. It's got a really good name. It's my favorite name. Hendler's not making six, is he? Alexander Edler is making $6 million. You're telling me that Edler and Tyler Myers are making $12 million? Oh, my gosh. Yes. But Alexander Edler is only making $6 million for this year and next year with a UFA after that. Well, the Canucks are not going to be a contender until past Edler's time. Anyways, they just need a goaltender. But, yep, Louis Erickson, Get Marks from out Alexander of there. Edler, and... Thatcher Demko... And Mikey DiPietro will lead the Canucks to success. And Tyler they Myers, will be the Dan Cloutier and Jonas Hedberg of the of this generation. Thank you. Thank you. Whoever Thank you, Kirk McLean's backup was, him and McLean. Yep. Actually, I think I worked with his backup. Like he came out and coached. Like I had like a goalie seminar session, training session one time when I was a kid. Hmm. No, it's the Kirk McLean and Mike Fountain duo. That's what's gonna be. Okay. We'll get it because they're both named Mike. Mikey DiPietro, Mike Fountain. Both are really good in junior. I don't know how they're going to do in uh, in the pros. If Mikey DiPietro gets his shutout in his first start with the... Con- oh, wait. Forgot here. He got lit up in his first start. Crap. Never mind. There's no similarities here. Then okay. again, Mikey DiPietro got thrown to the Wolves because he was playing junior and went straight from junior to the NHL. But you know what the best... But, the, but the, okay, okay. Here, you're confusing me with all this stuff. But let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you, brother, 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 brother. Boston. Yep. Philadelphia. Yep. The Vancouver Canucks and Minnesota don't have one thing. 
one thing. You know what that one thing is? Player over $10 million. Ryan Suzuki, baby! I just clicked Carolina because I wanted to see their uh, their cap friendly. Yep. That's right. I said it. It's unconfirmed as of right now. But Ryan it's Suzuki good. Ryan Suzuki is shown on cap friendly. He's potentially making $925,000. It's his ELC contract for the next three years. People that say that Suzuki is at some points actually better than his brother Nick. And you know he what? He is a really good talent. He'll still he'll go back to Erie. There's he's not going to make the main roster out of camp. He'll get an opportunity to you know train with the guys. Maybe dude, you don't think game. that he's better than Clark Bishop? Really? I'm saying though, is he better than Aho, Stahl, Teravine, Anita Ryder, Dzingel, Hala, McGinn, Martinuk, Sveshnikov? Did I get past? No, I'm at nine. Let me tell you this right now, Sebastian Aho, he's your starting center. Your next center is Ryan Dezingle. Third center is Eric Halla. Fourth center, Jordan Martin. Quote me on it. Suzuki's not good old Suzuki. If Nick Suzuki, Martin, if Nick play, Suzuki can't make it out of the Habs camp last year, no way that Ryan makes it out of Kane's camp this no, year. No, you want to know why Suzuki made? You don't. It? No, you don't. No, you want to know why don't. Suzuki didn't make it out of freaking camp last year with the Habs? It's very simple. Everyone was high on Domi. No. Yes. They needed centermen. The ha- the Habs. St- I remember my one my last art one of my last articles was I ranked the centers and Nick, Nick Suzuki was, I think in my top five. He's at least in my top ten because he was. I think he's going to be the future. But you don't throw players like that into the wind without knowing how they're going to fly. You got to give Suzuki more time. He's so underdeveloped physically. And probably mentally, too. You don't do that to a kid like that. Then throw him in the AHL, dude. No, that's even worse because you really... There are so many players. The AHL to NHL success rate is sometimes so minimal. Yes, they they always go, Hey, remember P.K. Subban played for Hamilton for a little bit. Gary Price did the same. Oh, yeah, this and that. But, but those guys played their entire junior career before going to the AHL for a season or half a season. You can't just throw kids in there just because they got drafted. Hey, let's put in the American League. They'll learn how to be tough. No, let them develop in junior. Let them light up the league. Justin Brzeau may have an honest shot with the Marlies now because he simply played his entire career in juniors. And you know what? If he can put up goals like he did with North Bay, guess what? I'm sure the Leafs will be able to find a spot for him on the fourth line every so often and shoot the puck like hell because 62 goals last year in the OHL with a team like North Bay who should not have been in the playoffs... That says something. Let Suzuki play it out. I'm not saying have him play until he's 21 as an overager. You don't need to do that. No. But give him another couple of years. I'll give him let one him year. Let him play. Let him play How about sport. one year? Let him develop. Because if you throw in a scrawny little kid like that, he is scrawny. I'm sorry. He's not huge. No, he's not. He's going to get... Listen, Marner could have came in 2015 if he wanted to. But the Leafs were smart. Kept him down there. They knew they were going to stink. Now, I'm not saying the Canes are going to stink. But they have players. They have their pretty much their lineup from last year. You have talent there. They have had a really easy, really easy uh, off season. They really thanks, thanks Montreal Canadiens. Exactly. They don't need to worry. They don't need to go crazy over anything. 
They don't need to rush a player. I don't think Ryan Suzuki is this team's ticket to the Stanley Cup final. No, but he's a solid player. He's a good player. And you know what? Maybe he does well enough in junior and things happen here and there. Maybe gets called up. But if you, if you really want to, if you really truly want to give him the nine games so he doesn't lose a year of his contract, give him the nine games before sending him back to junior because a lot of teams do that. Because I think it's if you play at least 10, your takes first, up, your first year your first goes. Year. Yeah. So you give him nine games, sinks or swims, even if he puts up a couple points, just get him a taste for it and see what he has to build off of if you really want to. Here's but what, I don't see the point of wasting a roster spot just so he gets some games in. Here's the weird thing about it, If the winning it, formula is already there. Here's the weird thing about it, though. We... Okay. So, with Colorado last year, they were able to bring in a certain player after he was done with his college hockey season. And... That was at the end. That was at the end, and they weren't making the playoffs. They were not making the playoffs. Or did they? They were in the playoffs, Alex. You're st- oh, God, no. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of some other team. But they brought in Ryan. Like, are, you thinking of, are you thinking of Ryan Paling with the Habs? They brought maybe. They Saint Cloud Saint got knocked out again. Yeah, Husky fans. that's who I'm thinking of. Husky fans. That's right. Again, in the first round of the tournament. Get uh, okay, Tampa. All right, cool. No, but I'm, no, yeah, that, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, the Husky Saint Cloud Huskies are the Tampa Bay Lightning of the NCAA. Calling it, saying it, Harrison, get oh, yeah. at me. Yeah, he agrees. Yeah, but no, that that's what I meant to talk about. But well, Johnny Gaudreau did the same thing as well, right? But do you want to spend the nine games early in the season, or do you want to wait and see and how that, things? No, because well, because here's the thing, Alex. That's why college and juniors are different. Juniors play until through the playoffs. You couldn't right. do it, juniors, unless they got knocked out, unless they don't make the playoffs, unless the junior team doesn't make the playoffs. Right. And here's the difference between yeah, blah 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 blah. Here's the difference, Alex, between bringing a college kid in and a junior kid in. A college kid, I use that term loosely, most of the time is someone that's going to be 22, 23, possibly 24 years old after four years of college, depending on the player. Kale McCarr was a more of a built man than Ryan Suzuki is now. Ryan Suzuki is playing and training with a junior hockey mindset. He's playing kids his age. College kids, you play anywhere from 18, most of the time, not 18. There's not many true freshmen in NCAA hockey. Most of the time from 20 to 24-year-olds. Pretty much as you're growing into a man. So by the time you're done with college hockey, you are ready to make that step into where you're playing men. Grizzled men every single night. That's why Kale McCarr was able to go out there and look Pretty good in the playoffs for the Avalanche. A team that should have gone to the conference final. Just saying. I agree. Just saying. Offside's my ass. But seeing a guy like Ryan, calling him up, you can, like I said, give him a few games early on when the games, I don't say don't matter, but you can afford to give up a spot for a couple games to see how he goes. But I don't see the point in it because then your risk possibly put him at risk. His development may stint. You're, it's not worth it. I don't believe 
it's a, a risk you need to take. Let them play another year in junior. Let them light up the league. Let Erie make the stinking playoffs. And then we'll all go. Then he'll come up to the. Can he, yeah, I'll go up next year to the Carolina Hurricanes. Probably put up some points. Be a good part of the team then. Yeah. Before we get on to the next segment here, just a quick little fun fact from uh, one of my good buddies, Will Sylvie. Uh, he's actually he actually works. Did he for, come up with this himself? Uh, he did not. He actually is retweeting uh, it from NHL on NBC Sports. Um, but no, no, Will, he, he uh, works for the uh, St. Louis Blues right now. Um, he posted on this day, September 18th, 1993, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks played their first ever game. It was a preseason game versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Fun fact and for you guys. that was Mario Lemieux, Pittsburgh Penguins. It was. And the Paul Carillas Ducks because he was in the, in the beginnings of of his Hobie Baker season, where he would just do stupid stuff with the puck. Yep, and it was uh, the first game and the first game ever at the pond, as it was known as. It's still the pond. It's not the pond anymore. It's the pond. Honda Center, who cares? It's the pond. They don't even spell center right. They got the E and the R mixed up. Yeah, because it's an American facility, tie. You still call it the pond. Yeah, what they call it. Just saying. Okay. Pond is better. Okay. Now, with that being said, next segment we're talking about, we get to laugh. To laugh a little bit. We're going to laugh. Why are we laughing? <laughs> because the rivalry between the Winnipeg Jets and the Toronto Maple Leafs, I'll tell you, Ty, we get to laugh now. Okay. We signed Marner, but you know who's not signed? Patrick Line. I'll just say Dion for enough, but Well him too. Him too. Yeah, no, screw Dion. But no. Patrick Line is still not signed by the Winnipeg Jets. And you know what? He's got a buddy who's gonna be practicing and training with him in Switzerland for SC Burn. Ooh. Ooh. And he's not from the Winnipeg Jets. Ooh. No, Ty. He's from he's from that one team that I mistaked for the Montreal Canadiens a little bit earlier. About mistook, mistaken. You said mistaked. They say mistaked. Mistooken. Oh, mama. You mistooken. Hey, we, we we all make mistakes, but everything's okay. Nobody's perfect. Yep. I gotta work it. Yep. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> but no. The Colorado Avalanche. Oh my gosh! The Sens scored first on the Leafs, Alex, in their preseason game tonight. Let's all lose our stinking minds. <laughs> Panic, Alex. Cody Cece is our alternate captain. It's not a good idea. Let's lose our minds. Oh my gosh. Lose it! But no. The Colorado Avalanche also have a player that they have not signed yet. None other than Miko. Ranton, Ranton and Line, both together, playing in Switzerland. Both only, finish. Both finish. Playing in the Swissish. Is no. Swissish. Swissish. Finish in the Swissish. How bad is the Finnish league that they don't even go to their home country? How bad is Liga? You're telling me the Pelicans don't have a, t- a spot for those guys? Uh, probably pretty bad. Let's be honest. 
Rasmus Dahlin was an all star in the in in the in the league. He was Alex. Uh, Wrong league. Yeah, I know. There you go. He yeah, was. He was in the. He was in the Swiss league. Swiss you know league. what? Those two dink. They're the same thing. No, they're not. I dare. I dare you to go over to Finland, Tom. You guys are just like Sweden, and go over to Sweden. Like you guys are just like Finland. I'll tell do me, it. Tell me how all that goes over. I'll do it. Buddy, the Viking bones will rise up from the ocean and come find to look at parts of the Caribbean in that last movie that really sucked, but it'll look just like it. No, they will shove blood pudding down my throat and then they will tell me otherwise, but I will still have a grin on my face. They will throw you out to sea and shoot an arrow, flame an arrow at you while you're still alive. Ow. It's, it's the Viking funeral. Yeah, I, I, okay. I know, Okay, Ty. I'm just making sure. I know. I watched the Thor movie, okay? I know. I'm cultured. See, the funny thing is that you like, I'm culture because I watched the Thor movie, buddy. I actually it's went a, to... It's a joke. I man. went to public school too, but I learned a thing or two. About what? Vikings. They do that to them as well. That's about it. That, that's... Oh, joke time. Okay. So, both of them are playing for SC Burn. Well, they're training with them. Okay, training. It's not confirmed they're playing. I don't think they're going to play. More or less, it's more or less a tactic. Remember that thing that Darren Ferris tried to do with Marner? He's going to play for Zurich Matthews' team because he's going to be just like Matthews. No. Yeah. Remember he tried to do that? It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. They're just going to go train, skate a little bit, stay in shape. Get some reps in. Shape it up. Get straight. <sighs> go forward. <sighs> Move ahead. <sighs> and whip it. <sighs> Into shape. <sighs> shape it. <sighs> whip it. <sighs> whip it good. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Right down with. Do, 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 do. Break your mama's back. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, Zero. Getting back to the little hockey real quick. Please. So, uh, the Avalanche uh, general manager, uh, Joe Sackick. Joey Sackick. He first. was he was asked what he thought uh, about about this news. Um, you know, kind of also talking about um, the the deals the dealings with Rantanen. Um, he said to NHL.com, actually this was in August, but he's it's kind of a, still a relevant quote. Uh, we prefer long-term. If it has to be short-term, it has to be short-term. Uh, we want to make sure we have him signed. There's a lot of players uh, in that same situation, a lot of great hockey players that are coming up. We'll just see how all the players and agents are handling it. There are comparable numbers that are starting to come in. We're open to different possibilities, end quote. So basically... Saki wants to have this player on his team. Well, no doubt. A lot of people would love to have this player on you, his how team. You, how do you, shoot, I want Ranton on my team. Who else can we get on LTIR? It's just a matter of feasibility. Now, as it sits right now, the Colorado Avalanche are set with $15.615 million in cap space. And you'd be like, oh, $15 million. You could definitely get. You can definitely get this deal done. You can. However, Mika Rantanen is looking for an Austin Matthews-esque deal. He's going to be looking for something big. He Well, listen, Rantanen saw Marner and he's like, I want that too. He wants to check. He wants to call. Excuse me. He doesn't want to check. He wants to call. 
He wants the same kind of contract. He does. And Ryan Sinan deserves $10 million. Potentially. But here's the problem. Ranton knows how many points he's been putting up with a guy by the name of Nathan McKinnon. Who, by the way, is only making $6.3 million. Until... The 2023-2024 season. Mother of God. <laughs> Here's the worst part, too, is that Landis... Or Landis McKinnon could be at that age where he may not even be worth six point five anymore. anymore. He may be making eight or nine... Oh, my gosh. Listen. Well... Now it's almost hard because now you're like, you could pay him for five years for like $11 million and get away with it. Whatever they said. Yeah. <laughs> if you heard that in the background. but They didn't. That, it's just the most ridiculous thing ever because he is such a good player. Both of them are, excuse me. Talking about McKinnon or? Yes. McKinnon, McKinnon, excuse me. Miko Rekinen. Miko Rantikinen. Rico Mantinen. Rico. Rico Mantinen, I say. Well, But I, you gotta like, you, I just, I'm trying to figure out where the deal would lay for Ranton to come. And if 10, is Sackick not offering 10? He. Because that's gotta be an honest, an honest offer. Especially now with Marner's contract done. It would be an honest offer. However, I disagree. It's not an honest offer. Yes, for a guy like Ranton, who has produced more, Alex. Okay. Who has produced more, Alex, than Mitchell Marner. Yeah. And more often. But does Miko Ranton want to play for this team? Kind of the same situation. Why would you do that? Alex, you're an RFA. You have no rights. Exactly. You have no rights, and this team has a lot of RFAs next year. A lot of them. But what does so, that have to do with Rantanen? If you don't want to play for the Avalanche, guess what? Go play in Switzerland. Nobody cares. Become a Damian Bruner. Become a Damian Bruner, Alex. Because no, but no. Screw that mess. No. Miko Rantanen, I'm, I completely agree. He is a very worthwhile player. He should be getting Austin Ten. Matthews, you know, Mitch Martin money. Ten. I'm, At least not, I'm not disagreeing with that. However, to the same token, there's a lot, and I mean a lot, that has to get done next year. So you don't want to blow $10 million on one player now and then only have five left over next year? Maybe? Andre Burakovsky is an RFA next year. He's making 3.25 this year. Tyler or Tyson Yost is an RFA next year. He's only he's he still has one left on his ELC, and it's this year. Valery Nishkin and Vladislav Kamenev both are RFAs next year as but, well. well. And not to mention Mark Babario. 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 Okay. Kevin Connaughton. I don't even care. These names are weird. I and should, then Nikita, I should hold and on. Nikita Zadorov. Nikita, thank God you got one name well, right. Well, because I like that name. Nikita Zadorov and Ryan Graves and their backup all up after this year. They have a okay, lot that Pavel they Pavel Frank, who I don't and that's their backup. That's only their backup because they got rid of Arlamov. They Why have a lot. Why does it matter for Rantanen? We have learned, Alex, that the players do not give a rat's behind about their teammates. 
I'm just saying. That sounds like too much, Tyler. Go, just go kick a boulder and tell me how that feels with a bare foot on. Dude, seriously. Listen. I went, I went into it with Marner on Saturday. I want to be in the be- front of the best fans under my conditions. Rantanen, I want to be part of this great hockey club under my conditions. He does not care that Joe Sackick has to worry about signing so many guys next year. That's the not, point. He then he's going to sit. No, because Sackick won't do it. Sackick wants him. Yes. He wants him, and he wants him for long term. And like like but, I said in the quote, but, but then again, that, the quote was in August. He wants to but, get, if he, if he has to get a short deal, he'll get a short deal. But is he willing to pay a lot of money for short when he could pay less for longer? You could literally pay him for five years and be fine with it because that means you have, for the next five years, the duo of McKinnon and Rantanen. No, you have him for four years. McKinnon only has... Four years, sorry. Yes, four years. Nazem Kadji for three of them. Don Skoy for four of them, which is still a stupid contract. JT Kempfer. Kempfer. And yes, you probably you probably get Landeskog. Because you're at this point now, you're praying. You are looking to the hockey gods and say, please, gods, give us a bigger salary cap. You're literally begging for that. But and if re- you want to keep a player like Ranton in, because he's a player, we've learned. There's a reason why they haven't signed yet. They would have been in the wave of everyone else. They would have signed already had they wanted to stay. It's a po- Had it, they wanted to be on this hockey club, if they wanted to help out the team, they want to take a team discount, whatever the heck you want to call it, they would have done it already. Same with Line, same with Rantanen. The problem is with Colorado is that the fact that Rantanen is a top-end player, but he's been playing with Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog. He has the Leon Dreisaitl syndrome of where his points are inflated because of the players he's playing with. Now, yes. He's a good player by himself. Yes. Don't, don't get him wrong. But it helps. Well, yeah, it helps. That's like saying, you know, and put up so many points with Matt Calvert and Andre Burkowski on his wings. You know, I, I that's, okay, so. but that's, he'll put up 80 points, but I don't know if he's going to put up 90 to hundred. Yeah. But that's like saying that it helps to play basketball with two arms tie. If you're an all-star athlete and you're playing, you're right. Cause Kobe Bryant didn't need no teammates. 81 points by himself. All I'm saying is if you're an all-star athlete, but you only compete with one arm, if you give a second arm, you're going to play better, period. That's how that works. So Ranton realizes that Nathan McKinnon's a good hockey player. We all know he's a freaking great hockey player. Landis Cog's a hockey, good hockey player. Kadri's a pretty good one. Donskoy's a good one. Comfort's a good one. Burkowski's, meh. But they, he, he does not care. We can only speculate, Ty. This is then again. You like taking your hot takes. This is today's NHL, Alex. No, it's not. The players control the market. We're being dramatic. I, I'm sorry. The last two years were kind of dumb for Leafs fans. And guess what? Now, oh well, yeah, because you're now sour. Other, be- now other teams are realizing it. No, no, you're Colorado just- fans that were waggling the finger at Leafs fans like, "Hi, you had Nylander. You had to wait to sign in December, and you have this whole thing with Marner, and you just overpaid him." Wait a second. We have Ranton in now. Winnipeg fans who just sit there and poke, saying, "Ha, you East Coast, you know, you mother effers out there, you guys are dumb. Whatever, you guys have all those guys' contracts signed. Oh crap, we lost all of our good defensemen. We have Josh Morrissey and Patrick Line and Kyle Connor are still not even on the books. Winnipeg is in a sign of turmoil. Colorado, they can probably get by without Rantanen. You'd want him on your team, absolutely, one hundred percent. But now flipping things over to the Winnipeg Jets." 
That team is on the verge of disaster. They really are. And they're, they're, they're also a team that has $15 million. However, they have a, 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 a two, two RFAs that they have to pay. Forwards are not an issue in Winnipeg. Shifley, Wheeler, Ehlers, Brian Little. Kyle Connor will come in at about seven mil. Matthew Perot, he's a solid one. Matty Perot, good third line Adam center. Adam Lowry, he's a solid guy. Lowry can chip in when he needs to. Copper, Copperfield, solid. Mm-hmm. He's a solid fourth liner. Solid fifth liner. Defenseman. Mother of Moses. This team is... I mean, Dustin Bufflin's probably not even going to play. That's a possibility. There is a general possibility. He was, like I said on Saturday, he was given a personal leave of absence. And nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what his mindset's at. But Bob McKenzie tweeted out today along something along the lines of saying that he's going to reevaluate if he wants to play anymore. This is a tough league to play in, but Bufflin is still one of those top guys. Obviously, it's more of a mental aspect more than anything. Because it doesn't look like there's anything physical wrong with him. Yes, he had the knee problem last year. That was probably his first injury in what, ever? Maybe it's a Gronk thing. I mean... Like, you- like Rob Gronkowski, yes. Yeah. I, like I the mean, fact that he's still at the top of his game, but well, he he was at the, he down. was at he was at the top of his game. Won the most prestigious award with alongside his team in his profession. Obviously, he made the only big play in that game. I mean, he'd been nagging an elbow injury for quite some time, and that's why he had the huge big old brace robot, on it for that a year. Robotic arm, which is it, it, it's possible that maybe that's just what it is. Dustin Bufflin, even though he's, you know, I mean, if he played, he'd still be one of the top guys. One of the top D-men in the league, absolutely. But it's turned what, into a mental thing, Alex. It's a, it's a mental thing, and it also could be a physical thing. I mean, look, what's his role? Dustin Bufflin. Shoot, hit. It Shoot and hit. Two of the most high-intensity things in the game, other than skating. And... He because can still kind of he, he he can pass he can't go like he used he, to he he can play solid you know positional defense if when he has to but hitting people is rough on the body torquing your body to you know launch a projectile from ice level up into a net is hard work do you want to look at their top six right now Alex minus Bufflin their top six right now. Dmitry Kulikov, Joshua yeah. Morrissey, Neil Pionk, Nathan, Nathan Bouillou, and Sammy Niku, and Tucker Pullman, who I am pretty That's sure not part of your top six, though. It is. No, oh, yeah. Not I including guess. Bufflin. No, God, yeah. Tucker Pullman, which I'm who pretty sure is a, I'm pretty sure an Saint EA Sports-generated uh, name. That, that's not a real player, is it? I'm going to click his name here. We'll go down to his stats down here. Apparently, he played for the Omaha Lancers and the University of North Dakota. Apparently, he's legit. So, uh, who are they trading for? Who can they afford to trade for? Listen, you if you're Kevin Shavel Day Off, you have two jobs. Connor, Line. If you want, have your assistant GM get out there and do some other work. Because really, unless you trade away Dustin Bufflin, 
which you're not going to because nobody's going to take a player that's not going to play for them. Right. The Arizona, Arizona Coyotes, I believe, are past that. They're above that now. They are above that. They now. are a team that can compete. They can? Well, we, we think. Maybe last year was just weird. But up front, they're fine. On the back end, mother of Moses. Y'all in trouble. Connor Hellebuck is going to show everyone why he's not a $6.167 million goaltender. He had one good season behind a year where the Jets' defense was probably the best defense core in the league with with Bufflin, Tobias Enstrom, Jacob Truba, Josh Morrissey, Ben Sherratt. I don't even was it was I think Dubulio was still there at that point. Kulikov. Those are your top seven. Yeah. That's a pretty good top seven, Alex. Here's I don't I don't really know much uh much better than that. All I'm gonna say is this. If they want Line and Connor, they're gonna have to trade somebody. You're and gonna it's have to not keep, gonna be something small. You're gonna have to sign Line to a bridge. And now he's gonna see what be- That's if he signs it. What do you have to lose? I'm less what concerned. You, okay. I'm less concerned about Kyle Connor. I'm Kyle, more concerned about Liney because Liney's got an attitude. Liney clear. Liney came out and said, "Whatever happens, happens." He clearly doesn't care where he goes. Kevin Shevoldayoff, don't waste the money. Seriously, don't. I'm serious. As much as much as I said, Dubis, let Marner sit. That was more or less me trying to punish Marner. He doesn't care. Patrick Patrick Lyon does not care. Yeah, he legit doesn't care. It's he not, does not care. It's not like Marner was going around the news. It happens, it happens. No, Marner knew he wanted to play for the Leafs, and I get that. I believe they played for the Leafs. I believe the methods of the way he went about it were kind of dumb. But Patrick Lyon does not care where he plays hockey. If he doesn't care, Jets, Shevel Dayoff, Maurice, Tell them that you don't care. You hold the cards. Let them sit. Let them play in Switzerland. Let them be one of the best what could have been stories. Do it. Patrick Laine. Great shot. Good score. Big prospect coming out of Finland into the draft. Second Austin Matthews. Good rookie season. Good sophomore season. Third year was a little bit slow. And then what he decided to do, he was too greedy and got left to the wayside. Because why? Because the GM stood up and made a statement. And it's going to take one Alex to change the game. It's the player's market, but if one GM stands up and signs a player like does not sign a player like Line A, it'll change the landscape of free agency. All this crazy RFA year that we've seen with Aho getting offer sheeted, the wait, the waiting of Marner, the Rensky contract all the bridge contracts we see. All of that will be a great story in five years from now when the GMs are back in control because of one man stepping up. It'll be a great story. And it's going to start with Kevin Sheveldayoff. He he has all the cards in his hands. He has the ability to, to say no. I mean, also doesn't help the fact that his captain was kind of giving counter arguments to everything Line was saying. Clearly, the team doesn't want him. Why would or clearly he doesn't want to be there? So why would the team want it, want him on their team? Helps with you know signing Kyle Connor. Sign Kyle Connor. Listen, that's a great guy. That's a great pickup. A guy that wants to be there. A guy that realizes this team can win. 
Patrick Lyon doesn't give a crap. Patrick Lyon wants nine and a half million dollars, even though he's maybe worth seven. He's not worth seven. He's worth six, maybe. Maybe. It's just the point of the matter is that this I'll is... Give, I will give Kyle Connor $7 million before I give Patrick Line a five. I... With his attitude. Absolutely. And that's probably the reason why it's going to take me a while if I want to make it to the level of a, a general manager in the National Hockey League. It'll take a while. Well, because here's the thing, Alex. There are some players you have to bend over backwards for. Mitch Marner. Okay. William Nylander. I mean, you well, say, uh, you say okay now, but you're like, mm. It sucks, but Dubas had to give a bad contract. If we, were, if we were talking about the same thing two weeks ago, you would have, if I, if I told you Dubas was going to give him this money, you would say Dubas was an idiot. I still think he lost. He well, lost. Yeah. Same thing with William Nylander. He lost. But yes, now William Nylander contract doesn't look as bad. Now he, over, he overpaid for Matthews. That's how it is. He but what I'm saying is, though, that Matthews. GMs have had to grow. But those are Matthews and Marner are two guys that you can pay extra money for because of the types of players they, that they are. Line A showed that he can be that kind of player, but he has one bad year, and clearly there's something going on in that Winnipeg dressing room that nobody's talking about. That's the kicker in all this is that what's going on well, that's not that's line that Lion doesn't like. Now I'm not saying I don't know Lion as a person. Not, but what I'm saying maybe is maybe it's you, not even just like what Line doesn't like. Maybe just the Jets don't freaking like him. Well, clear there's what's they're not what what is he doing that's growing grow, having them grow a test to him? He's being a little crap stain, that's what. Okay. But why is he so then why, if he's trying to, you know, stay in this league? Why is he going out on national television saying it doesn't really matter where he goes? Because he's stupid. Nobody's, nobody's going to trade for a guy like that. Here's the thing. Nobody's Patrick gonna, Line no, no is GM a, is Patrick gonna... Line is a freaking idiot. That's why. Because Patrick Line doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And you know what? Because he thinks he he's a good been, hockey player. He, he thinks could, he's the best. He thinks he's the cat's meow, but really, he he's, a guy, been, he's a guy with a shot. He Marty Furk can shoot the puck. Timu Polkinen can shoot the puck. Here's the best part that's about it. Patrick Liney. Here's the best part about him. He is he is a solid hockey player. And I say this a lot of solid like, hockey player, good score. He is a solid he scores. He is a solid hockey player. And you know what? He could have had a great career. Could have. At this point, it's done. What's he going to do? It should no. I'm not saying you can't say no, it no. is done. It, it, should it should be, be done. It should be done. Patrick Line, great. Now you're going to go play in Europe. Have fun. Go play be in the Olympics. Be, be an all-star in the Olympics. Have fun. Go to the KHL and join SK St. Petersburg and be a Russian legend with your good friend Pavel Datsuk and Vadim Shipachev and Ilya Sorokin, the goaltender whenever before he comes over to Edmonton. It's going to be great. He doesn't want to play for this team, obviously. You don't have to pay him. Where it is in CBA to say you have to sign an RFA. You don't have to. That's the best part about it. Let, and let him be a you UFA. You can do and, whatever the hell and, you want. And let him be a UFA. Let him, let him go to free agency. And let's see how many people are actually going to sign a player like that. Oh, you no. Listen, listen, I know Michael Pecka got signed. I know Eric Lindros got traded. But guys that sit out don't sit well with a lot of general managers. And I don't think Patrick Laine 
has shown the fact. Because here's the difference between Eric Lindros, Alex sitting out. Obviously, different scenario. Eric Lindros sat out for personal reasons, as did or Michael Pekka Sanda sat out for money reasons. Here's the difference. Michael Pekka, at that stage of his career, was an established player in this league. Eric Lindros was still a very good hockey player in the NHL when he got traded to the Rangers after he held out the 2000-2001 season. Patrick Liney hasn't done a damn thing in this league. He has scored a few goals here and there. What, he beat the Leafs with three goals one night, one game? He did. What he else did has do he done? What else thing. has he done? I can see Nothing. it. I can see it right now. Shovel day off. Trades contract to Los Angeles. Los Angeles signs Patrick. Lane. Oh yeah, because the Los Angeles Kings have so much room and so much money, and they're really good at overpaying players that really don't need to be paid exactly. Much money. They're just the dumpster. That they are the, the new, Los Angeles they Kings are the, have become the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, no, they. Hey, except they actually have players that play though. Hey, do you want? Uh, do you want this crap? Well, how good does it smell? Pretty bad. Okay, Cole. Nobody Chuck. else likes it. Okay, Cole Chuck, you can join the team now. Hmm, I don't know. Does it have a reputation that's okay? <coughs> yeah, sure. I'm Jake Kopitar. Ah, great. So perfect. He's happy to be there right now. The Los Angeles Kings have signed Patrick Line to a seven million eight year contract. Hello, bottom of the cellar. Yeah, no. That team is just do we want to talk about Melnick's gambling debt now? <sighs> Not really. Moral Mel- of the Melnick's story, an idiot. Moral of the story, Melnick did a stupid, and uh, now he's getting sued for it from a com- a casino in Connecticut, of all places. Back in 2017, apparently. Apparently. They're suing him for that much, and uh, they're going to actually uh, give him Well, 15, we didn't say how much. $900,000. Yeah. Plus $15,000 worth of interest and other damages. Or was it allegedly what seven? Not interest, just damages. What, what was it? Seven, I believe it was. They said there were a grand total of five dishonored bank drafts, so five checks that bounced from the owner of the Ottawa Senators, Eugene Melnick, the Mohegan Sun Casino, to be exact, of uh, Uncas- Uncasville or Uncasville. Hold on, let me. It's, it's UN- Uncasville. What? Uncasville. Uncasville? Uncasville. Middle of nowhere, Connecticut, which is just about everywhere. Except for Hartford. It's not the middle of nowhere. Well, clearly, well, it's clearly one of those casinos that's just right there. Just boom, right there. It's like the one in Sault Ste. Marie. It's like, oh, there's a rink or whatever. There's like Spirit State. And then boom, there's a Cayman Casino. And, you know, you're up in Mount Pleasant. Nothing really going on. There's a college over there. And then boom. Oh, that's a big casino. Well, yeah, because that's where the res is. The res is? That's where the res is, you know, the reservations. Oh, the reservations, yes. Well, Soren Eagle is still... I th- we, no, no Sorin- Motor, Motor no. City is the biggest casino in Michigan. I was going to say Soren Eagle was, but Motor City is. Are we talking in size or popularity? I would say popularity is so Motor City. Mm. Soren Eagle is bigger because they have the land... Yeah, Motor City is too. just planted into Detroit, right on the right on the west side or right on the north side of the town. Yeah, like literally the way the way no, it's on the northwest side of town, right? Downtown, yes. No. Yeah, because you have to head east to head. Hold downtown. on. 
If you're coming off six, or if you're coming off two seventy five, hold on. Here, let me think. Let me think here. Because you get off at the Motor City Casino Shh, exit, hold right? On, hold on, hold That's on. That's where you get on, off. Hold on, hold on. Going eastbound. No, you're heading south. And then, hold on, east, and they go up. You get off six ninety six, and you get on two seventy five or I seventy five. I seventy five. No, it's two seventy five. You're on the northeast side of town. Northwest, no, because you have to make a left at Motor City Casino to head towards Ford Field. Northeast side of town. No, northeast is Windsor. Northwest. All I know is for sure that Motor City Casino is at least on the north side of town. It's somewhere Detroit. But no, it's like, no, it's because now the way Detroit's built until it officially kind of gets the... Where's the center of town? Not the Motor City Casino. It's... Fox, Ford, well, Fox, Comerica, Ford Field. Okay, I'm pulling this up Little on season. Google Maps. We're gonna prove. We're gonna show you all. Where's Town Hall, and I'm basing it from there. Oh gosh, don't even. No, that's not even. That's not in the heart of downtown. That's not in the center of everything in downtown Detroit. I'm trying to figure out where now where it is myself. Where's the Opera House? That's on the west side of town. I know that for sure. Because I'm trying to figure out where everything is. I guess there is like the GM, like there's like, you know, the GM building and all that downtown. So I guess part of it, but I'm thinking like in the center of where everything is, it's Fox theater, Comerica park, Ford field. And then we'll see arena right there. All and about a half mile from each other. Alex is trying to look it up. Okay. You're going to, are you going to consider town hall, the center of Detroit? No. Okay, I'm trying to figure out your logic on this one here. He's typing away, folks. We're going to give the play-by-play here on the Kill Podcast. Alex is looking to his left, swipes his nose. He's looking for this move. Looking for the town hall on Google Maps. Very intently. He's typing without looking at the keyboard. That's a very important move for this youngster. Being able to use his hand-eye coordination. You're an a-hole. In the gray Davenport shirt, he is thinking so hard right now, guys. This is an unprecedented effort by this 20-year-old turning 21 in two months. Northeast side of town. What? Yep. Map. Pull it. Twist it. I can't. I'm not going to look it up on my own. We don't have time for that. Okay. Turn it. I want to see so, it. I want to see it. So. I want to see it. Hold on. Turn your laptop. Hold on. Shut up. Turn to the table. No, you're not. The tables have turned. Hold. Stop it. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> you can move. You hear it, folks? I'm moving. This is me moving across. Why do they have the picture of the Pistons as Little Caesars Arena? Because. Now. Ooh, the Fillmore. There's a good There's a good uh, music venue. Now. Oh, there is Greek Town, but. I am considering the Fillmore Detroit. The Fillmore. You're, the that Fillmore. is the center the of town. Fillmore. Yes, because Ford Field and um, America. America Park are on the north side of it, and then you have Campus Martius, and you have St. Andrews Hall and Greektown towards the south. Now, Greektown is southeast. Southeast, so is MGM so is Grand is southwest. Now, Motor City is straight west. It's right there. It's straight west. Okay, maybe it's northwest. Thank you. North. West! 
Okay, but it's to the it's to the right of freaking Grand River. Everything should be to the right of Grand River because Grand River shouldn't even be a street. Yes, it should be. You should just. It goes straight to downtown. Yeah, you make the wrong turn though, Alex. Guess what? It's not as bad. You sit down a little lower and see. Keep the windows up. It's not as bad. Tom. Did you not watch Eight Mile? Oh, Eight Mile was made in like what? Two thousand three. Two thousand. Ah, two thousand two. Whatever. It was. It was made in two thousand two. I think it was released in two thousand three. But can't tell me it wasn't true. Everything about it was realistic. Even Exhibit getting into a rap battle with a random GM worker. Okay. Please tell me you remember that. Yes, I, I watched we the out, damn yeah, movie. Out, like, okay, just where you stop right there. everyone raps in the movie, yeah. We're going to have a rap battle over a On that, no, I'm ending the show oh, for yeah. everyone. Oh, well. Make sure to use the hashtag at the Keel, or make, make hashtag sure the Keel sure Podcast at sure, the Keel Podcast. And, and, yeah, tweet us at the Keel Podcast to make sure Alex does not forget how to use Twitter properly. Make sure to tell Tyler that we need to stop talking about other stuff that isn't hockey. Make sure to tell me to, you know, do the same. And yeah, be a good host. Well, I can't really, I can't reel you in all the time. Well, that's about to say. I mean, are you gonna come over all the time now? No. 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 But you're, I'm, you're, I'm if my that. schedule doesn't work around it, I am not leaving this house in the middle of the day just to do a show. I wouldn't say. I'd not say we try to schedule it where you'd be coming home from Davenport. Or you're going to Davenport later that day or something. We'll figure it out. I'm moving, by the way. Yeah the the studio will not be in the basement anymore. It'll be in on the first floor. It'll in, be in the in the in my office. It's gonna be in my. I call it my office. Your office. Quote. It's not an office. It is just a room. It's a room that's gonna be turned into an. Is an office is a room. It's gonna be turned into an office. Sure. However, with the Sega and the NES, and the original, the original Nintendo, which means we'll do pre-show with Blades of Steel. No, first off, that that is if I'm there, and then we're also gonna have to figure out how to do like remote shows because I'm not gonna come over all the time. We'll I, figure it out. We gotta get like an external audio recorder and like a real microphone, and that costs money and stuff. Because as you guys have heard on last time, we had I think Laura wasn't Laura. Astorian from SB Nation, our last one yeah, right before the that finals. Was the, that was the most recent one that we had. And it was and a really good interview, and the audio quality sucked. That's true. That's we why we do bad. need to get her back on here. She was a solid. She was fun. I like. She was her. a solid I, guest. Thing, I, I love having her on. Of course, I'll, having Thomas on is great, but I'll see him in a couple weeks. I'll be fine. And having Harrison, uh, having Harrison on is always fun because all. It, here's the funny thing. I talked to Harrison. And all that ever happens is I literally just, him and I will sit there for half an hour and just complain about things. And then we'll get to the show, or at least for the recording of the interview. I'm trying to think of other guests we've had on before that I'd like to have back. Yeah. We'll, having, we'll having figure. John Mayer was cool. Or, uh, what? John, John Mayer? Not, not John Mayer. John, oh gosh. John Vogel. John Vogel? Um, uh, the mayor, he. Writes for he's writes for writes in L.A. Works for the L.A. Times. Had him on. He was wanting to talk about the Kings right after. Oh yeah, Vogel. Yeah, John Vogel. Yep. So had him on. That was cool. I'd like to get some more. I could easily DM Chris Johnson because for some reason Chris Johnson is one of those few very famous people with a blue check mark that allow messages. I'm sure he gets blown up all the time. So I have to come up with a good punchline to catch his attention. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, for this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this one because you know we still I still got stuff I gotta do tonight. 
Oh yeah, like you're not like you're the only person around here that works all the time. But I am. The only time I don't work is when I'm working out. And that is still considered work. Sure. I work my job, I work out, I work for Davenport. I really gotta work. I think next week I'll probably get back on the hockey rider simply because of the fact that I'm not gonna have to worry about packing and moving. That's fair. So I'll be able to write an article for the You'll just have to deal with unpacking. Yay. We're going to do a little unplowing. Well, here's the thing. We should be moved in in a few hours. I told the guys we can get done by like 2 or 3 o'clock. It's a win. So I'm going to set up the Wi-Fi, hook up YouTube TV, hook up my Roku stick. i got to grab that. And then then we're going to have to do a couple other things. But we'll be fine. But, yeah. Uh, So see you guys next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.